0: Driving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this
1: is The Chaser Report.
0: It's time for another summer stunt edition of The Chaser Report as we chat to members of the team about some of the adventures over the years in television land. Craig is back today. Good to be back. And we're talking about things going unexpectedly right. That's in a moment.
1: Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts?
0: So did things ever go unexpectedly right other than – I guess we talked about the
1: Wentworth Hotel and the way you somehow emerged on yeah. the floor of the whole thing. I guess it's about – because so often we would prepare these things based on things going wrong. So the Apex stunt's a classic example of that. Mm. Like, you know, the whole premise of it was that we're obviously not going to get through security. <laughs> yes. So Chaz is dressed as Osama Bin Laden, as a kind of comedic
0: punchline. To yeah, him. yeah, yeah. So we get like, something we out had of it. We stopped mm. –
1: And he gets out and goes, what do you mean? Well, how come I can't get in? I'm a world leader. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, but, you know, it went surprisingly well and got through and, you know, that can sometimes happen. But it's it's funny how, you know, you'd prepare all these different steps to things and, you know, comedic things. But you often didn't really think about the second one because you think the first one's going to not work. So there's an example of that where John Howard, the Prime Minister at the time, it was a campaign trail, and he'd been walking around. He'd gone for his morning walk in Melbourne, and he'd walked past a kind of uh, rowing shed where young people were fixing their their, their rowing. What do you call rowing things? It's
0: like rowing skulls
1: or skulls. boats or whatever, fixing yeah. their skulls or oars? What are you? No, nah, yeah, Well, they were just just the boats, it, yeah, boats, right? And they'd gone. Oh, John Howard, or whatever. And they'd gone and they'd given him a big hug, right. Mm and in the the vision it was there was no malice involved but the guy's hugging the prime minister has got a screwdriver in his hand <laughs> and it was pointed out at the time by people that have, Maybe the security, you know, that's not the greatest thing for security if you're Prime Minister. He's got federal police guards with him at all time. And they didn't miss the
0: obvious stabbing weapon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: And and to be fair to to be fair to the federal police, they were pretty alert to, you know, the Mm. kind of malice involved. But that's led to us kind of doing a thing going, you know, what weapons (laughs) can you hug the Prime Minister with? (laughs) So we we discovered he was gonna be in the Gold Coast and it was great because he was pretty attuned to us at that point. Like mm. he was, you know, he was pretty used to us turning up outside Curriebley House on his walk. Yes. But he wasn't necessarily used to seeing us elsewhere. So first up, I went out with a gigantic axe. When I mean, say like gigantic, like I mean bigger than me, like about a seven foot. Yeah, it's
0: large. like a kind of medieval st- yeah mm. staff thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. And so he's on his walk and going, oh, and so I walked out to him with this, going, "Oh, Minister, can I give a hug? Can I give a hug?" And he's like. Oh, no, no. And then he actually did. He gave me a hug, right? So, he, you know, we've got the... So he, he passed that test. He passed he, that the test.
0: He's, it's always good when you have a structure like that, isn't mm.
1: it? Still, the, the screwdriver incident did expose holes in the PM security club. Yeah, absolutely. And if they call about screwdrivers, where do they draw the line? I mean, what other implements is it OK to carry when hugging the Prime Minister? <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. uh, give you a hand. A oh, handshake. Oh, that's okay. good, to see good you. are you. right. Thanks. Thanks. Good on you. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is it. So he's passed that. But then our follow-up one was a chainsaw, <laughs> and again, yes. not expecting the first one to have really worked. I hadn't really thought through the chainsaw much. We had done one thing, which in hindsight was very lucky, and we'd taken the chain off the chainsaw. Mm. But the whole point was we're running – we're then running towards the Prime Minister trying <laughs> to <change> – <laughs> And if you're there a was federal a police, you've got to make quick
0: decisions well, about whether is the Prime Minister's in the danger. Thing.
1: It's, it, it's a great thing. And the, was the, it on? Like, was it – <laughs> This is the point. Is that yeah. uh, Brad Howe, the director, and I at the time are just basically running towards the Prime Minister's having this long argument about whether or not we turn it on going – It'll be much better. It'll sound much better. And then you're going, but we can put it on in post. We don't have to have it on. It's going to be annoying. Why We shouldn't <laughs> yeah, put it yeah. on. You anyway. won't be able to hear. Yeah, yeah. You be, you know, it's really annoying anyway. So we just <laughs> get near him. We go, ah, that's probably better. So I just go, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the chainsaw went on, yeah. I've never seen more federal police just converge <laughs> immediately. <laughs> and, and they were miles away. I didn't get near him for the second time. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, he'll hug anyone. He's a tart, isn't he? He, he, is he gives good hug. I wanted another one after that. Well, his security <laughs> miners know he loves a hug and by the looks of that I'm sure they'd let anything past. Not, not quite anything. <laughs> 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 not not I was just cutting some trees there. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the hug. So the sound of a chainsaw, sure. <laughs> not added in post, did not help, yes, did not help in but, any way. But how did they, because they must have known who you were by then. They, they did, think, but I think oh. they thought the chainsaw may be a step too far in the comedy. Yeah, and, and this right. is initially, this is yeah. initially they, initially they. But who made them the comedy police?
0: <laughs> but it's quite funny because they, they had figured us out, it got to the point where it was almost like a ritual. And you would go there in the morning and and try and you want to shoot something or I remember being being dressed as a sheep at one point. I can't remember why, but I think you were a rabbit. Weren't I was you? a rabbit at one point and a sheep at another point. I don't remember yeah. anyway. Various different dress ups. This and is the examples of those things where you look back and go, "What, <laughs>
1: the what was the satirical premise?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might have been a rabbit anyway. The various it was so many times in one election campaign that we were there, and um, yeah, and the federal police always had a recce person, probably sp- specifically looking for us. So it was always the same guy, and he always said. Yeah. Okay, I know you got to get your piece, and that was kind of good to hear. Like mm, you can have yeah, your piece, yeah. just don't make any sudden moves and nothing, <laughs> no projectiles. This and that's about? pretty broad. Like that's a pretty yeah. broad rule. Well,
1: they were very good about it. And actually, to to be fair, in hindsight, you realize this was full credit to John Howland for this because he hated us. Uh, he did not engage with us. He mm. just hated to engage with it. He didn't like it. Mm-mm. It was only when he wanted to smash us in some way. Yeah, but he mm. had a he had a kind of old-fashioned perspective of, well, I'm a politician, this is my job. Part of it is that dickheads are going to come up to me. So he would still do, you know, when the federal police would say, ah, oh, the chaser guys are out there. And one time I had a bus. One time I had a DeLorean <laughs> a car. DeLorean. I was dressed that's as right. Doc. <laughs> yeah. Like it was very hard to hide. When you <laughs> well, let's a just bus. hear
0: the clip of that because that's, that's really – that was actually exactly like the tragedy of John Howe's life was that you wanted him to go back in time to be able to retire gracefully, (laughs) and he didn't do it. Let's hear a quick clip from that.
1: He must be kicking himself that last year he didn't retire while he was still on top. I know. I mean, I'm sure if he could go back in time, he'd do things very differently. Mm. I mean, I reckon he'd almost certainly choose to retire if he could rewind the clock. Yeah, all he needs is a time machine. He Mm. just needs, you know, like that crazy Doc guy from Back to the Future. Then he'd be fine. It's got Prime Minister. I brought the DeLorean. I've seen the future. We can go back in time. We're going to go back a year ago to a time when you could retire on top. Get in the DeLorean, we can go back. You can choose the end. All we need is nuclear power, and it can go back in time. You've got nuclear power, get in, Prime Minister. Seriously, this is the only opportunity. Or we can go back in time, get rid of work choices, and then you can win anyway. Come on, Prime Minister. Only the flask capacitor can save us now, Prime Minister. It'll change the history books. You love the history. Kids in year 9 and 10 learning about the Prime Minister that stood down at the right time. It's the only chance, Prime Minister. We'll go back to the future. We'll get the legacy. We'll fix it.
0: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. The Chaser Report.
1: And this is the thing he knew you cuz you know. just kept coming up to him all the time. Yeah, isn't it it's <laughs> so great to listen to the clips cuz it reminds you how lame it was <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thanks <laughs> visually for that. like visually for if you imagine
0: <laughs> a real we found a real DeLorean. There was yeah, a yeah. nerd who had his own DeLorean. Yeah,
1: he was great. he was very good. But but the full credit to how that he would let them come, us go ahead with it and he would do the same walk. He wouldn't change his walk cuz we were there. But he was used to us being there. And it was interesting because there was one time I remember we got him we started him somewhere else. And he didn't realize it was us, and he got really he got the shits with himself. So uh, it's a very obscure. This is gonna people. Are, what's this idea? This is how it was. Do you remember that at the time he got a lot of money from the guy that ran Manildra, like the Liberal Party? The big oh, donor yeah. was the guy that ran Manildra, which was a mm. ethanol company, right? And yeah, the whole that's thing, why to this day we have E10 petrol. We have ethanol in our petrol. Yeah. Was, well, that's that, Charles. That's one possible. Yeah, things that the policy that may yeah. have it there. Yeah, he
0: just donated money to make sure he didn't miss the very positive environmental benefits of E10 petrol. As as
1: everyone knows, John Howard was a fervent environmentalist. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he was doing it anyway to support a liberal donor. Yeah. But he, we had this thing where we were going to give him an ethanol Oh, that's right. right. <laughs> that's <laughs> which is that like, no one really was the whole the idea. one of the most remembered <laughs> no, chases
0: starts. <laughs> was it yeah. It's really oh, good. Oh, really we read love the, the puns. <laughs> <there. laughs>
1: But, you know, the whole idea was that they just wanted to put ethanol in everything. Mm. But I remember giving this to him he was walking into some fundraiser and it was he wasn't used to it and that and he took it off me and then you saw him register a few beats later that it was me and that it was the chaser stunt and he got the shits and he threw it on the bench. It was that one of the few times I saw a kind of emotional reaction from him mm. about it. It was actually one of the very few. Well, normally he was just like. Play it straight. Don't react at all. But he got the shits that it was us. And he, re- he realised that, oh, damn, I shouldn't have taken that. I didn't realise it was them. Wow. He was, he was such a pro about it, wasn't he? He really
0: just played it with an absolutely dead bat. Like, he just got nothing. And it's
1: true. And, and you, you were there, Dom. The, the one time he did, <coughs> did talk to us was when he thought it would be politically advantageous to him, which is after the eulogy song had gone to air, which is kind of the whole idea of the song is only, you know, pricks turn into good guys after death. But right at the end of that song, there'd been a gag, and the gag was that essentially you wouldn't do this gag, which is going, Belinda Ram, and then they, the song stopped. Everyone stopped Andrew Stopped, playing, and yeah, Andrew's like the line it, you can't cross. We wouldn't actually do that. Anyway, so he, there'd been a bit of a public outcry against us, so we were a bit of a pariah at the time. So he thought, this is great, because I get to, you know, and then he's, he basically did. He was We were doing some stunt with him, and he turned it around and went, oh, you know you guys are a lot funnier when you're not picking on dead people or whatever it was and you're like, mm. yeah, he did pretty really well. He, he, burned he, he, he burned us. He burned us. You know, we you know you need a full rabbit out of your hat. Here's a few. Here's the prime minister. Like so my you are like a lot funnier when you pick on somebody who's alive. Come oh, up Mr. Paralympic. Oh. Oh. I think we were dressed at that time as rabbits, and I think <laughs> yeah. it was an incredibly dumb idea too. <laughs> yeah. So was in many ways, we sheep. were already burning. Yeah, <laughs> he just pissed on us. It <laughs> wasn't a good look.
0: <laughs> and, and strange thing was not I mean I don't have did, did the, that
1: the, did that make it to air? Like, did you? Yeah. Well, yeah. we made it
0: the news. He the news cameras were the there. That's how so they made it already. Yeah, and yeah. people were going, "Oh, he got the chase a good." But I don't generally use the word Mark Latham. Sleek politi- political operator. Those are not concepts that go together nowadays. But he was actually the most effective politician, I think, at dealing with the chaser. Because what he would do when he was opposition leader, when we would go to Campbelltown or wherever, I we went to his house once, drove drove there, and he was like, oh, the chaser's in Western Sydney. The ABC knows where Western Sydney... How did you find us? And it was it was... We could not use that footage because it was just too – he won. He kept winning.
1: Yeah. When you say he was the best, though, that was after the fact that he – the first interaction we had with him, he was drunk and smacked me in the head with a Yeah, bat. no, he, just, <laughs> he learnt. He, and that, he learnt. that was
0: the one clip. Whenever people did profile pieces of, for Mark Latham losing control, and this happened often in the subsequent, we always got a request, can we use that footage of Mark Latham yeah, hitting yeah, yeah. Craig with the phone with the back? A- and
1: ironically, I think it was that Latham at the time – I think he did it because he thought... He knew the chaser. Like, he knew mm. the chaser. We'd, we'd kind yeah. of gone into him before. And he didn't realise at that point we had a TV show. He it, thought it was a university. kind of sketch. Yeah, he yeah. thought he was just fucking around with us. And he was drunk, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. And yet it was used as proof that he was a psychopath.
0: <laughs> yeah, so when he beat up the taxi driver and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, and so... That was probably the thing we got the most royalties from over the years was that one clip <laughs> of him with the phone back? And <laughs> again, Mark Latham. that was, I think that was my idea. That was, again, a metaphor brought into the real world. It's a beat, beat up. Beat up, beat up, up refugee. refugee.
1: Yes. There you go. We're here at Parliament House to give the politicians an opportunity to do what they really love to do. Bash a refugee. There are so many votes in it and it's really fun we just wondering if you wanted to get like 5 or 10% more, more votes in the next election. What do you reckon? You keen on that? Yeah, it'd be lovely. Well, well, all you have to do is give a refugee a bash. That's the secret <laughs> to it, all right? Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's easy. Look, look at this. I've got One Nation preferences already. Just a no, little bit right like that. that. All right, oh, come, that. On. No, no, no. come on. Come you, on. What, you're going to get somebody else? Did the Prime Minister say only he could do it? Do you want to have a go? No, I don't. You I, don't? I wouldn't bash a refugee. It's a very un Australian response of yours, isn't it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Do you like a go? No. Actually, this good-looking fellow doesn't look like a refugee. Oh, is he? Good-looking refugee? That's not gonna get you up in the polls. <laughs> Just bash a refugee. Look, oh, it's on. easy <laughs> as anything. Yeah. And you can get 5 or 10 percent in the polls. What do you reckon? <laughs> look, give him a bash now, and we can change the laws later and make it so it's all right. You've got to take the opportunity. Up. What's this? Look at this. Here's a refugee. Here's something to bash him with. Ten percent in the polls. Just as easy as that. Come on, a swinging bat for no, a swinging no, seat. No. See? Look, easy as anything. And I do think that actually there are some people who regard what you're doing as funny, and I think that's very sad. There you go. Give him very a bash. Clever. Come on. Good on you. It's good. the Australian welcome. He Needs you, to be welcome to this country. Come on, Mr. Bed. Look at him. He's invading our country. You just kind of come through like this. Good leverage. Right. You give it hard enough shot, we reckon you can get him to Nauru. Right. Come on. Okay. Well, Bit well, of work from the back bench. Up. Oh! <laughs> Not me. I'm an Australian citizen. Fucking idiot. <laughs>
0: That poor actor that played, he was a very good sport, the actor that played the refugee.
1: Yeah, and the irony of that there was there were so few refugees in the country at that time that he was Greek. <laughs> 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 yeah, when I say refugee, he wasn't actually a refugee. He <laughs> was just
0: uh, someone yeah, who we cast. That was
1: before. You need to get <laughs> cancelled nowadays. <laughs> Not for the sketch. You'd just be like,
0: but that has to be played autonomously by a real refugee. <laughs> Took a role from a legitimate refugee actor, yeah, if he did.
1: Our gear is from Road Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network.
0: We'll have another one of these for you tomorrow morning.
1: Catch you then. See ya. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free